0: Welcome to the Beauty Brains and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Hey, Gretchen. Hey, Jordan. I just wanted to let you know, it is absolutely okay for you to not want to be a serious athlete. Is it? I mean, you might lose some friendship points with me, but overall, I'm okay with it. Oh, what a relief. You bring enough to the table that your desire to not be a serious athlete doesn't weigh too heavily on that.
1: I'll be your serious baker.
0: Well, then then I can't be serious. Oh. Not saying that I'm a serious athlete. I just... I'm a serious, like a gym attendee is what I would say. Sure. And like, I, agree. Like, I own a gym. So, you know, I, got, I have to be a serious gym attendee. I always say like, I have to walk the walk. That's like my biggest motivation most of the time is I have to like, I have to feel, be, look a certain way, which is, you know, people can say that's not entirely true. That's the way I feel. So that means it's right. <laughs> um um so have you be a serious baker.
1: Okay. I think being a serious athlete I think you can look at it two different ways. I'm not a serious athlete in the way that it is my whole entire life because it's not. I do have a family. I do have some businesses that my husband and I own and run. Same as you. You have a family. You have business that you run with your husband. Um, My whole life does not revolve around my powerlifting career. Powerlifting for me is like, and working out for me is an add-on to my life, a very good add-on to my life that I think is necessary for my mental health and well-being, but it is not my end-all
0: be-all. I have done the serious athlete thing. Softball mm-hmm. was my entire life. I have a lot of thoughts on multi-sport, single-sport athletes. So, I was a multi-sport athlete through all the way through high school. I mean, I I realistically could have chosen to have played volleyball or softball in college. I I liked softball better. It, but like, I went to college. I was only a softball player. And that was the primary piece to my identity. I, like, was I a student? Sure. But my my professors knew me as the softball player. Like, as, they knew me as an athlete. Uh, people on campus knew me as an athlete. I met friends because I was an athlete. That was That was who I was. Softball was my entire life. I woke up. Thought about when I had practice. Thought about when I had workouts. It it was my entire life. I did the serious athlete thing, and I won't lie, I loved it. I I wanted to go from you know playing softball, I would competitively but recreationally in high school, mm-hmm. to being a full time softball player in college, and it was great. I loved it. It was like I I breathed softball. That was that was what I want to do. That was why I went to college for it. But by the end of my four year career, I was done. I was done being a serious athlete. I had given everything that I could have possibly given to that sport, to that school, to that team. I couldn't be a serious athlete anymore. So it's not, it was great. I loved it. I wouldn't trade my experience for it. I would trade parts of it, parts of it. But I was not when i started powerlifting i was not looking to do that i mean sure if if i could get paid to be a sponsored powerlifter where i i was paid to work out all day every day that's a different conversation like <laughs> very different conversation but i'm not i'm not aspiring to be that i'm aspiring to be the best that i can be i did join powerlifting because i do still consider myself to be athletic and to be an athlete And I needed something to channel that and to, to kind of keep that alive in me because I didn't know I, I was lost for a really long time and I didn't know how to work out, not as a serious athlete, but I think powerlifting really gives me that balance of, I take my workouts very seriously. I take a meat prep very seriously, but I'm still able to go to work, do my job, live my life. And not be locked down of like, okay, like this is, I'm going to spend four hours working out today because I'm, I'm a power lifter.
1: Yeah. So I did say, I think that you can look at being a serious athlete in two ways. The one we are not, it's not our everything. We don't get paid for it. But I do think that we are serious athletes in the sense that we both do take it very, very seriously. Like you said, we take a meat prep very seriously. We take our workouts seriously, even though we have fun doing them, Mm -hmm. but we, when we are there, we are working hard. We are hitting our numbers. We are setting some high goals, realistic goals, but high goals. And we are continuing to work and get better at our sport. We're not just there to get a workout in and move our body because it's healthy for us. We are there to do a specific thing. Yeah. And I do think that we take that very seriously. I think it's just not our entire world. And I think you, like you said, you were a very serious athlete in college. I swimming was like my everything when I was a swimmer. And it it was very draining. And I think that's why I did not keep like after I got injured, I didn't keep going because it was so nice to have that break where It wasn't it so stressful for one thing to be your everything, right? So um I think we're serious in the way of we like take it up a notch from your everyday worker outer person.
0: I our coach gives us a lot of credit that we we take this seriously. We Mm -hmm. we we understand the intensity of the sport, so we respect that. We understand he is always trying to coach us, to better us, to improve us. So we take what we, what he says seriously, and Mm -hmm. we try to apply it as best we can most times. And we really do. We come into each session because we don't want to waste our time. We don't want to waste his time. And we are seriously there to get better. And there are a lot of people in powerlifting who it's, it's how, how heavy can I lift this session? And it's, they don't, it they don't take it seriously there's so many ways we could define taking things seriously right like i it's these people who just they want to set prs they, like they just come in they just want to lift heavy they just want to lift heavy they just want to lift heavy that's not taking the sport of powerlifting seriously that is taking setting prs seriously right? Very different things. Like we take the train, we do our accessory work. We take the time to roll out, stretch out, do all of these things. We listen, we absorb the information. We practice it. We practice at home. You practice at yeah. home this weekend. I practice at the gym that we, do the <laughs> like we are serious. We just, it's not our entire life. Right.
1: And I, I think some people, so I, I wanted to talk about this on a podcast because I think there are a lot of people like us that like to work out, even compete and kind of get down on themselves if it's not, if they're not living and breathing that sport, because there are a lot of people that we know that live and breathe powerlifting. Like they wake up and they think think about it. It is constantly on their mind. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but It's not always on my mind. I do have other things that I need to do. I have a household to run, I, you know, a job to do. I think about it a lot more when we are getting ready for a meet. I'm a lot more focused on what I'm putting into my body, things that I'm doing outside of the gym so I'm not getting super tired and overworked and hurt, but it's not always on my mind. If I want to go have fun, I'm going to go have fun. Um... Unless we're in a meat prep, then there's no fun. But I think that there are people like moms that,
0: what? I was going to say, like right now, we're not having fun. No,
1: (laughs) but I did have like a great realization that we only have four more heavy squat and deadlift days. That's it. Four more. You have to heavy squat four more times. I know that you like deadlifting, so that's great.
0: I mean, but I still think of it like we still have to lift really heavy on the day of the meet, so it's yeah, five more times. Yeah, I don't
1: really count the meet though, because then it's like once you're lifting, you've weighed in, like you're good to go, <laughs> yeah. unless you don't make weight. You gotta make but to theoretically, the weight. you're good to go. So start eating, and then you just got to do your thing. I
0: mean,
1: yeah, I was going to say there are people like moms or dads or just average people that just want to go work out to work out and they just want to move their body because it works for them. And I think I wanted to talk about this because it bothers me when there are quote unquote coaches or trainers that make you feel like if you're not giving your absolute all and you're not living and breathing this, it's a waste of your time and their time. And they don't want to work with you. And if you have a coach like that or a trainer like that, fire them. If this is not something that you want to be have in your life, I'm going to get like super worked up about it now. Cause now I'm like thinking about it and remembering everything. If this is not something that you want to be your end-all be-all in your life, and you just want to work out because you want to move your body, because you get the endorphin rush, because you want to get out of the house for an hour away from your screaming kids because there's a snow day, because we're all getting snowed on right now, go to the gym for an hour and sit on the elliptical. Good for you because you moved your body. Do not let someone tell you that you don't give a crap, so they're not going to give a crap about you. I don't like that, and I've been hearing that a lot lately, especially in the new year.
0: I'm I'm flashing Gretchen the calma llama that I have here. <laughs> I know she's I know she's getting heated. Um, I'm gonna dive into my. I you too. Oh, absolutely! Which is I'm gonna dive into my experience as a coach because I will be very honest. When I started as a coach, it was really hard for me to understand because you have to realize I graduated college. I, I coached softball. I was like, I was coaching full time softball, hundred percent. So, like, I immediately went into coaching to some degree. So it was really hard for me to understand, even when I transitioned out of coaching softball into coaching human beings on on fitness. How do you not make your life about this? Because I just came out of this period of my life where I ate, slept, and breathed one thing. Mm-hmm. So like it was hard for me to not understand how you can do that. And I very much was the coach. Well like you you want to lose weight like just come back for a workout tomorrow. I don't, I don't care if you're tired. Like just come back like those were things that were really hard for me to understand and it took a lot of it took a lot of growth, it took a lot of understanding to now I think of the couple that I met with on Monday. They are unfortunately a couple who has been burned by the fitness industry before in one of them, both of them lost a significant amount of weight at a large, um, corporate fitness that like or chain fitness center that totally slashed their calories, made them work out five, six days a week. She broke her foot. He hurt his shoulder. they're like terrified. Like coming back to a gym is a huge thing for them. They're like, we're super nervous. like no problem. And over and over, we talked, I talked to them, um, last week to get them started, you know, kind of do the intro call and over and over the thing that kept coming up. We don't want this to be our life. We don't want this to be our life. We want to do other things and, and over and over. And I know we're, this relationship is still building. I'm still trying to prove that to them, that this doesn't need to be everything. We went through the workout on Monday and I like, it made me feel so good that afterwards they're like, that's it. Like we're done. Yeah. I told them when I was on the phone, I do not want you to crawl out of here. I do not want you to feel like you just wrecked yourself. I want you to feel really good. I want you to feel like you worked out, maybe a little sore, but I don't want you to hurt on your way out the door. And then we, we met afterwards. We talked about nutrition, laid things out really, really simply for them. And they were like. Oh, okay, that that's it. Like again, yes, I want this to be really simple. And he looked at me and he goes, I can't tell you how much better this makes me feel. Like I'm, I have chills thinking about this conversation. Cause I think it's really cool that we are recording this episode pretty shortly after that. He's like, I think it is so refreshing to hear that. I don't need to go clean up my pantry and throw everything out that I don't need to give up the, the foods, every food that I love. That's maybe not healthy for me, quote unquote. He's like, this is just, this is such a breath of fresh air. This is totally different than anything I've ever done before. And that's, that's my whole goal. That is my whole goal. Now as a coach, I went from being a coach who I want you to clean out your pantry. I want you to get rid of all the crap food. I want you to go to the grocery store and buy only things off of this list. Don't care what the kids say. Don't care what the spouse says. You want to lose weight. Here's what you got to do to now do, do what you can. Like, let's, let's do what you're able to work with people it's they have far less interest in a lot of these things than what they what they tell you right they these this couple is so excited to finally do something to lose weight they want to get stronger they want to lose weight they're excited for that but they're not excited about making this their entire life they just are at the point where they've they've had the experience where they've been forced to do that so they can communicate that yeah I really don't want to do this my entire life.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know you and I have talked about this before, but like there will come a point where I don't compete anymore. Right. I know my goals in life and I know what I want out of my life in the next five to 10 years. Competing is probably not going to be in that in 10 years. Right. Like I hope to be off the grid and in the woods so nobody can find me except jordan because she'll have my secret code to find me but
0: i will still work coordinate. what i'm gonna have your coordinates <laughs> yeah
1: i will still work out and i will still move my body and i will still get a good sweat on but powerlifting is not going to be in my life forever and as like an athlete right and there are people at our gym that competed years ago that don't compete anymore. They still work out, but they don't work out. Like we work out cause we're competing. It doesn't mean that they care any less. It just means that that point of their life is over and they're done competing. I mean, it takes a toll on your body. You cannot compete forever.
0: Yeah.
1: It, and it, I want to be, I want to be able to move. Yeah. And it, and working out helps me move and helps me live better. But it doesn't always have to be in a competitive way.
0: You know, and I really think that it's I I don't know, for both of us, like we do take it so seriously. And we 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 have pretty open discussions about this, you and I. Mm-hmm. We leave our third party member out of that conversation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, our
1: coach has no idea that at some point in our life we're not going to compete anymore. I
0: think we'll compete, compete with guys. She's <laughs> happy that we compete once a year. That's true. <laughs> um, but you know, I look at it when I cannot take training seriously anymore. That that's a time when I need to step back and not and not train to compete. Yeah, I will still. Because the style of workout, like not necessarily, you know, the percentage of your max and not necessarily like, oh, tempo, bands, those things, some of those are just going to go away, right? Yeah. But when I can't take these things seriously to to get the benefit that they're, I'm supposed to derive from those, then it's time to step back. And that's okay. I still want to squat, bench, and deadlift. Would I do it differently? absolutely but i it wouldn't be the the same i guess and that's you know yeah. it's it's fine to not take it seriously and at that point i would love to right have that conversation with our coach of i don't want to waste his time and i don't want to waste my time so if i'm not taking it seriously and he feels i'm not taking it seriously then like let's let's move to this next chapter yeah I mean, it's it's okay to not be serious. We have so many people who have competed and then they take time off between competitions. There, there are far fewer people who compete, compete, compete in the gym than what people realize. There are so many people who compete, life hits, have kids, get married, get a new job, have to do all these things. Okay, now I can go through a training again, compete, oh, life hits again, repeat. Mm-hmm
1: the amount of people that are in the world compared to the amount of pro- professionally paid athletes, like good for you if you're one of them, because that's a hard spot to get in any sport. Um, So it just makes me upset when coaches are out there. I think falsely giving people a realistic idea of what your day-to-day life should be.
0: Yeah. You know, it, it, In the grand scheme of things, I would love for all of my clients to prep all of their meals. I would love for them to be active for, you know, 30 minutes every single day. I would love for them to eat all their fruits and veggies, to do the mobility work, to do all of these things that make a healthy human being. But I also know that they have kids, they have jobs, they have lives and if i can get them to do a portion of that heck if i can get them to do one of those things they're better off than before they came to see me mm-hmm. you can't expect them to drop their life the life that they've been living for a long time to do these things
1: it just i would i would prefer someone to live a life that they can live sustainably for a very long time yeah. rather than having them have their workout be their end-all be-all for five years and then they burn themselves out
0: yeah exactly
1: so it's okay if you are not a quote-unquote serious athlete and if your coach tells you that if you don't care they don't care say goodbye bye-bye bye-bye
0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.